Thank you so much for checking out the Connect Church podcast. We hope you're encouraged and inspired by this week's sermon. So let's jump right in and check out this week's message. Good morning, Connect Church. Merry Christmas. Hey, we are only 13 sleeps away from Christmas, 13 days out. And how I wish I could be there with you guys physically this morning. But I am so grateful to be able to join you today digitally. I just want to remind you of something, a fair warning. The camera adds about 100 pounds. And so here's a picture that reminds you real quick of what I look like when I'm preaching there physically at Connect Church. Right, listen, anyway, we are doing okay here at the Kindle House. We um. We're managing some body aches and some muscle aches, some fatigue, a little shortness of breath from time to time, but uh, thankfully I'm doing well. Erin's doing well. She's lost her uh, sense of taste and smell. Thank God that has passed me so far, uh, but she's doing okay. Pastor Zach is, is doing well. We're just doing our best to recover, but we are thankful that we are not as sick as so many have been fighting this disease. And our hearts... Our prayers go out to all those who are battling COVID-19. We pray that you recover well and you cover, recover strong. Um, I want to let you know that today's sermon might be just a little bit uh, shorter, uh, just a little weaker this Sunday morning. Hey, I heard that amen in the back back there. Some of y'all probably wish I had Corona about every Sunday to keep that message short. But with all kidding aside, thank you for your prayers, your kindness, your love that you have shared, it has meant so much to us. And I am convinced that I'm the pastor of the most loving church there is. And so now to our Christmas series, a Christmas playlist. As I mentioned last week, we know this about music. Music is powerful. It moves us. It motivates us. It mesmerizes us. And in his grand design, God created music as an avenue by which we can learn more about him. We can worship him and we can enjoy his creation. And I especially love Christmas music because it seems to take a world that is in silence and it moves that very world to singing. Think about it. This time of year, the whole world, they're singing our songs. Now, we're going to sing the songs of Christmas this morning found in Scripture and be moved and motivated and mesmerized by the melodies of that very first Christmas morning in Bethlehem. Today's message is entitled this, Thank God They Sang to the Shepherds. Thank God They Sang to the Shepherds. If you have your Bibles, open up to the Gospel of Luke. Let's head to chapter 2 together beginning in verse 1. And here's how the Bible reads. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. You know what? I'm going to stop for a minute. I need a little help with this passage. And so I'm going to ask Connect Kids, why don't you help your pastor out this morning? Let's take it away. This is the first census that took place while Quirinius was the governor of Syria. Everybody went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house in the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, 
who pledged to marry him and was expecting a child. While they were, they were there, while they were there, the time came, came for the baby, baby to be born, and she brought for her firstborn son and wrapped in her attempt in swaddling clothes and laid him in the manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over the flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But, but the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He's the Messiah of the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with an angel. Praise the God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth, peace to us, on him his favor rests. Luke 2.14 Thank you, Connect Kids. Now that was precious. That was far better than I could have ever read it. You memorized it. Thank you for helping your pastor out this morning with the scripture. And now church family, I want us to begin to focus in on this concert, this song found here in Luke chapter 2. And thank God that they sung, that they sang their songs to the shepherds. Look at verse 8. And there were shepherds living out in their fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, the Bible says, and the glory of the Lord shone round them, and they were terrified. At this concert, as this concert kicks off here in Luke chapter 2, let's take a look at the concert goers. Let's look at the crowd that the angel choir were singing to. And first of all, we notice that they're not too excited at first about this concert. As with Zechariah, as with Mary in Luke chapter 1, the appearance of this angel terrified them. But why terrified? You see, there was a common superstition going around the Jews that any visitation of God or any supernatural visitation would always most certainly be followed by death. And so the shepherds, they were literally scared to death. Yet in their fright... There was a great light. Isn't it amazing that in every darkest night that you and I know, there's always a light. The Bible teaches us that the, Lord, the glory of the Lord shone round them. This event in Luke chapter 2 with the angel and the angel choir, this very event of life served to make known the birth of the light of the world. The good news of Christmas, the Savior's birth, had come first to the most unlikely group of people in the New Testament. And thank God they sang to shepherds. You see, shepherds were at the bottom of the social class in that day. They were seen as uneducated, unskilled, unreliable, untrustworthy. So much so that post-New Testament, their testimony wasn't even allowed in a court of law. And because sheep required seven days a week worth of care, shepherds were unable to fully comply with man-made Sabbath regulations developed by the Pharisees. 
And as a result, they were seen as sinners and they were shunned by the religious community. Now, that is not to say that shepherds were always viewed this way because they weren't. In fact, two of the greatest figures in all of Israel's history, Moses and David, were both shepherds. In fact, the Old Testament refers to God as the shepherd of Israel in Psalm chapter 80 and Isaiah chapter 40. And Jesus would go on to describe himself in John chapter 10, verse 11 and verse 14 as the good shepherd. Yet what we find, these shepherds, the shepherds in the New Testament, were lowly, humble people, certainly not the likely candidates to be the first to hear the most amazing, consequential, life-changing, eternity-shaping news. The most important news in all of history. The fact that these shepherds out in the fields that night in Bethlehem were singled out to receive this great honor suggests that these shepherds were men of faith who worshipped and who believed God despite what others around them thought. Hey, Connect Church, just a quick reminder. Be very careful judging a book by its cover. Now, here's the thought I had. Have you ever considered why the text doesn't read in Luke chapter 2, verse 8? Now there were in the same region scribes and Pharisees keeping watch over their scrolls by night. Or why it didn't read this, that there were in the same region kings and princesses keeping watch over their riches by night. You see, the angels didn't search out the most celebrated in society. Rather, they sought out the shepherds who were the outcasts of society. Why shepherds? Why did God choose them to be the first recipients of the good news of Christmas? Hear me, church. God was intentional in choosing the shepherds to be a part of the first Christmas concert to show the world that the gospel is as much for the simple as it is the scholars, the scribes, the socialites, and the sophisticated. Hey, thank God they sang to shepherds. Look at verse 10. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Good news, verse 10 says, great joy. Now I want you to hear me, church. There is a place in the church for hellfire and damnation preaching. But at the end of the day, church, we cannot stop there. We are tasked just like the angels were that day with the sharing of good news, the Christmas gospel. Look at verse 11. The angel goes on. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah the Lord. Verse 11 is a reminder to us that God kept his promise to Adam and Eve all the way back in the garden when sin ruined everything. You see, it was in the garden that God launched his rescue plan for you and for me, a rescue plan he orchestrated for generations, a rescue plan that literally was fleshed out in the birth of Jesus who conquered sin, hell, and the grave. Lying in the manger was the Messiah. More than a child, he was the Christ. The baby wrapped in swaddling clothes was the Savior of the world. That, that day, that concert was a reminder that God keeps his promises. And the angel said, in the city of David, Bethlehem, amazing to me that the birthplace of King David would also be through his line 
the very birthplace of the king of all kings. Church, hear me. Christmas is a reminder that God keeps his promises. Look at verse 12. The angel goes on. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth, lying in a manger. I love this verse. You know, it's as if the angel announced visitation hours are open, and so too is the invitation for the shepherds to see their Savior. And watch this in verse 13. And then suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, and watch this church, you ready? Here is our Christmas song in verse 14. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Did you see the Christmas song there? A song that changed the world. A song sang by a choir of angels to a crowd of shepherds. And what an incredible message found in this Christmas song. You see, this is a song of glory. Glory specifically of God. Hear me, the purpose of all creation, the purpose of my salvation, the, the purpose of your salvation is the glory of God. And here's the good news, that in Jesus, the glory of God works for my good and works for your good. In the words of Billy Graham, Christmas is not a myth, it's not a tradition, and not a dream. He says this, it is a glorious reality. We live, we, we breathe, we love, we celebrate to the glory of God, church. But this is also a song of peace. In a world that is torn by war, racial tension, politics, pandemics, and evil, the angels sing of a peace that can only be found not in this world, but in a person, the very Prince of Peace himself. You see, 700 years before Jesus was born, Isaiah, guided by the Holy Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked ahead to Luke chapter 2, this concert that would take place at the birth of Christ, and said this of Jesus in Isaiah 9, 6. For to us a child is born, for to us a son is given, and he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. You see, this song is Jesus' song. This is a song of peace. But it was also a song of favor. Hey, can I ask you something? Are you favored by God? Well, hear me, believer. You are favored by God if you are saved. In Jesus, you are those on whom his favor rests, as the angels say. You might not be your parents' favorite. You might not be your boss's favorite. You might not be your friend's favorite or the fan favorite. But because of Jesus, you, my friend, are favored by God. Here's two things I know as I stand here this morning. Number one, I am loved by my mama, and I'm her favorite. But all the more important, number two, I am favored by God because of Jesus. I am one blessed man. Here in Luke chapter 2, we find a song of glory, a song of peace, a song of favor, sung by the choir of angels to a crowd of shepherds. And I thank God they sang this song to shepherds. 
And I want us to look further in this passage. And I want us to see how this very song moved and motivated those shepherds after the concert that night, Luke chapter 2. Look at verse 16. The Bible says, So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, the Bible says they spread the word. That word spread means that they told the news in such a way that people could understand. They spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. Verse 20, the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Hey, church, answer me this. Who were the first hearers? of the Christmas gospel? Who were the first believers of the Christmas gospel? Who were the first preachers of the Christmas gospel? You ready? The answer, the shepherds. Thank God they sang to the shepherds. When I was in Israel last year, one of my favorite sites were the shepherds field in Bethlehem. In fact, here's a picture of just that. That is the very site of this Luke chapter 2 concert. And it's very likely that the sheep the shepherds were tending to in Luke chapter 2 that night were the lambs that were being prepared for slaughter for the Passover feast in Jerusalem, which would just take place just a few months in the future for the shepherds. Now, you remember the Passover celebration was the time in Exodus 12 where the death angel was sent by God to play Pharaoh and Egypt because of their rebellion against him. But the death angel would pass over the homes of the children of God who would take the blood of the lamb and paint it on their doorpost. You know, how fitting that the shepherds who were keeping watch over the Passover lambs that night would be invited by these angels in that concert to Bethlehem to see the very Passover Lamb of God Himself. Jesus, who shed blood on the cross when applied to our hearts, would move us from being dead in our sins and trespasses to being made alive in Jesus Christ. Thank God they sang to those shepherds. Think of it. If the angels had reserved their song that night... For the scholars, the scribes, the socialites, and the sophisticated. I'm not sure that song or its message would have been for a sinner like me. But thank God the angels sing to the shepherds. Because the hope of the gospel, the, the heart of Christmas is available to simple people, struggling sinners like, like me, like you like the shepherds. Sometimes we're convinced that salvation is for the churchy, the clean, the Christianly people. This song reminds us that that's not the case. That Christmas, that Jesus Christ, that salvation is for sinners like you and like me. I wonder if like the shepherds, you come to this Christmas season Wondered why maybe God would even bother with you. Maybe you feel the, the rejection of what others think about you. Maybe the shame of past mistakes and failures haunts you this Christmas season. Maybe like the shepherds, you don't feel too worthy of Jesus. 
I want you to hear me. This song of Christmas is for you. Like those shepherds that night, the invitation to come to Jesus this Christmas season is on the table and take him up on it. Love on him as the shepherds did that night. Worship him as the shepherds did that night and tell others about him. And I want to challenge you in a couple of ways, believer. I wonder this. What is your response to this Christmas season? To the meaning, the message, the moment that we come together to celebrate. I love the shepherd's first response. Their first response we find in verse 17 that when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child and everyone who heard were amazed. Their first response to Christmas was to spread the word. And watch this. And they returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen. The shepherd's response to Christmas was spreading the word, the good news, and worshiping Jesus. You know, this Christmas is a little bit different, and we know that. Uh, right now, I'm living in isolation in my, with, at my home with my family. Now, we can't see our family. Uh, we're, we're not even able to be with you, our church family, today. Aaron and I have been, we've been sick, and I'm still sick as I preach to you today. But you know what? Something that even a pandemic cannot rob us of today and that is this, the good news of the great joy that is Jesus. Believer, I don't know what maybe is keeping you away from the good news and the joy of Christmas this year. But know that this song is for you, an invitation for you to come, to love on him, to worship him, to spread the word, to spread the news of how the difference that Jesus makes in your life and my life. It's an invitation to worship. Will you do that? And maybe you're here today and like the shepherds in the fields that night, I got to ask you a question. Have you come to Jesus? Has there ever been a time in your life where you, you placed your faith and trust in him? And not only in the Christ child in the manger, but the God-man who died on the cross and emptied the grave. Has there ever been a time in your life where you placed your faith and trust in Him? This song is a song of salvation. The only one who can save you and me from our sin, who can move us from death to life for all eternity, is Jesus. Hey, won't you come to Him today? Place your faith and trust in Jesus today. As Pastor Justin comes, I want to invite everyone in the room just to bow your heads. Thank you again for checking out our podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can stay up to date on our services. If you'd like to give to support our ministry, you can do that at our website. That's connectchurchpf.com. Hope you enjoyed and have a great week.